0: Burning Down, down the, the house. house! Oh yeah! What's going on, folks? It is John and Bobby here, your two hosts of hello. Burning Down the House. Say hello to the fans there, Bobby. Greetings, everyone. What's going on? Going on on a Saturday? Wait, is it Saturday?
1: Wait, is it? I don't uh, even know anymore. These well, when the world's
0: coming the day, to an end, do days? days really matter?
1: Right? Uh, That's uh, what it kind of feels like. I kind of lost track of days and time because... What, what day is it even in the, with, under this corona?
0: Well, we era. here in Florida, unfortunately, are fortunately enough, or are fortunate enough, to say that guess what? We're 50% open. Well, oh. at least in our part of the state, well, in the southern region. Yeah. Technically, our region isn't, but northern is. Northern
1: is actually a little bit up.
0: Yeah, I think over in Tampa, and Orlando.
1: Yeah, I've talked to some people up in uh, Jacksonville, and they said a lot of their places have already opened up to, like, 10% capacity, and other new venues are open up. Yep, and... That's um, pretty
0: awesome. Cool thing is, the NFL announced that uh, as of um, tomorrow, which I believe is um, June 5th, they're Mm -hmm. actually going to open up facilities to head coaches in the NFL. Great. Yep, so coaches will be able to get together, start putting their game plans together. Kind of signals that football's headed in the right direction, I feel like.
1: Yeah, it's a great feeling. Like, yeah. You know one that step things closer. are going there. Going in that one right step direction. closer to the edge, and I'm about to break. Yeah. Sure there, uh, Chester. Uh, I'm, calm, da- I'm aging calm myself there. here. Come yeah. down there, uh, Chester. Yeah. I was a at Bart fan growing up.
0: Yeah, well. Uh, yeah. How that Dad is. jokes one up one possible, though. maybe? How um, that but anyways, anyways. so uh, we know, you know, uh, in a time where uh, a lot going on in, in this country and, um, you know, I'm sure everybody is knows what's going on in the news as it is today, uh, June 4th, 2020, yeah. um, you know.
1: A lot of big things have been happening in the
0: NFL, kind of, you know. Besides. A lot of news in the NFL, unfortunately, related to what's going on in this country. Yeah. And um, I think Bobby and I had come to the conclusion earlier when we were having an off-the-record conversation that uh, Drew Brees should probably just shut the fuck up. Him
1: and, I think, maybe what's Jake Fromm.
0: What's that? At a Buff- oh, Buffalo. Yeah, something yeah. about elite. Yeah, um, what's...
1: What? Something, Something about, about elite that, players. There's nothing about but Jay Fromm in any
0: of his college film nothing. that shows anything elite. Nothing. Except the players that might play with him. Yeah. But not him, That personally. made him look very elite. Uh, but. Uh, uh, he's, a, he's, he's, he's Well, yeah, yeah. I mean. I wasn't a fan. Come on. I mean, but, if it um, wasn't
1: for his playmakers. Definitely some newsworthy
0: like stuff there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of some weird um, shit. You know, some players putting their foot in their mouth. Some players having a call to action. But finally, coming to understanding um, what what the what the purpose of kneeling was then. But do you think that with uh, everything ask. going on now, that might maybe we'll see Colin Kaepernick get a chance by an NFL team? I think so. Um,
1: I you don't think I'm the blackballing is going to
0: continue. I don't think so. I, I don't think he's going to get
1: blackballed anymore because I feel now that uh, he deserves a chance. That, yeah, and now that Roger Goodell basically came out and he said that he apologized, and now that he understands exactly what kneeling is. I feel like he's gonna probably lift it, lift that little black, black, um, what, suspension, or listing over him.
0: Blacklisting.
1: Blacklisting. Well, it's
0: kind of the unofficial thing in the NFL. No one's ever said that he I technically know. is. It's just been. It's just that unspoken. unspoken. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
1: So anyway, so what are we gonna be talking about today? What, so we're guys, gonna be breaking okay, down yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah, we got, yeah, we got. Like out. We're
0: excited, okay? Here at Burning Down the House. We bring a lot of passion and excitement, and, and if you can't get on that level, then um, you should probably find yourself another podcast.
1: Uh, yeah, that's like for sure. okay.
0: So tonight, guys, this evening, we're going to talk about the ASC North, the rugged, tugged. Vicious hit division of the Baltimore Ravens.
1: I think the nastiest division in the AFC. Period. I think uh, one of the basically even, I'd say even one of the toughest. Absolutely, you know what? One of the toughest.
0: The cream of the crop being Baltimore, but yep. then you get someone like the the Steelers who bring a tough, physical game. Yep, and um, some you know a matchup that I think any any coach will shake his head and go fuck.
1: I was like, wow, that's uh, not really looking forward to this week. Yeah, because you never know what what what's the Steelers can always throw at you because they only either come at you really defensively, so which is m- you know, really and then there's someone AD.
0: to take the offensive, like a Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, you, you know, know sometimes his personal he, life he, and on sometimes the field, he
1: just has to take. Sometimes they have to just hand the ball off and just get touchdowns. You
0: but know? you know what I like about Ben Roethlisberger, he's also a take control of the situation type of player. Yeah,
1: no, he, he doesn't like to see, He doesn't like to hear no.
0: No, nope. no is not an no, answer. No is not an answer. He won't take hear. that for an answer. No, not on the field or off. <laughs> so, all right, guys. As much just as you want to right, go all right. ahead and just keep so, laughing and jiving here, let's start off. Um, I think we should talk about the Baltimore Ravens. Talk about probably going to be the best team in the division. Probably the out. best record of all the teams. Um, you know, I mean, there's really all I can say is that uh, you know, as a team that. Got to the Super Bowl. Almost got to the Super Bowl, actually. Forgot there about Kansas City. At first, it seemed like Baltimore was going to be the favorite last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kansas City was able to pull it together. But this year, we get to see Lamar Jackson in his third year. Uh, You were mentioning some stats about Lamar Jackson, actually, from the last season.
1: Yeah. You want to
0: share that with the audience?
1: Yeah, so the one thing I was doing some research on Lamar Jackson, it's really interesting, and one one article from... uh, I'm sorry. The Sports Illustrated was actually really good, basically saying that last season Lamar Jackson basically threw for 3,127 yards with 36 touchdowns and only six interceptions. He actually threw more, more for a league. He actually threw actually I'm sorry a 25 25 touchdown league high for that's actually more than say Drew Brees who only had
0: 24. Winston, who had 23, and Prescott, who had 24. Wait, so you're saying Lamar Perfect. Jackson led the league in touchdowns under pressure? Correct. I yeah, mean, actually, he is an escape artist. I mean, he can pull the Houdini better than, uh, than yeah. probably any other quarterback since Vic, maybe. I mean,
1: just hearing those stats, it actually, it actually makes sense why the Ravens' home record was but,
0: only 7-1, and, and on the road, you there can was 7-1 also,
1: also. I mean, look at that. One That's thing like, I'd point home out, home though,
0: home. is if you look at the yardage not even close to 4,000 yards, just barely above 3,000 yards passing, showing that he's not lighting, up, lighting defenses up with three 400 yards passing. It's this combination of throwing and running and the Baltimore running game that seemed to keep defenses kind of honest or guessing as to where they're going to go.
1: Absolutely, and and considering this season, considering the running the game, game, yeah, they have a really stacked running back right running back core right now. They just drafted that dude
0: Dobbins, Dob- J.K. Dobbins, you know. out of Ohio State, first round talent, and they get him. Uh, I believe it was like in the in the second round. But now with now with with
1: Baltimore actually having a stacked def- I'm sorry, running back core like that right now. You don't have do you to think,
0: overwork Mark Ingram.
1: But what do you think is going to be a possibility? What they, what they can do in the future if they leads into well, that playoff or that second what, second half push?
0: What I want to see is I don't want to see Lamar Jackson carry the ball 15 times a game. At most, five, seven times, you know, you can throw in your little option plays and give him that run option ability because he is so good on the move. But when you have Mark Ingram, I want to see a guy like him get the ball 10, 15, at least 15 times a game. But now with Dobbins, you can split the work between the two of them. Dobbins being the more dynamic, younger player with that speed, also good ability as a receiver like Ingram, who he shared a lot of time with with Kamara, and they made a great – Combo, yeah. which could be what you see here in Baltimore, and then you know maybe yeah. on the goal line you got somebody like Gus Edwards, that big bruising sob, you know, come up in there and pound it between the te- and the guards and the, uh, right up the middle.
1: I feel like that's going to be probably the best situation for Baltimore, considering now that now this is what the third year for Lamar Jackson, and usually a lot of Harbaugh's quarterbacks end up becoming more of a better pocket passer. So I'm start. I'm going to start. You're going to start to see a more of an even probably carry between Ingram and Dobbins when it comes to first, or second down, possibly drafted the third. kid early, and if you look at them, you know um, and you're going to see Lamar Jackson's. Uh, I bet his 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 ratings, his passer ratings are going to go. I up I want to this see season. him
0: get four thousand yards this I think, year. I think but, so. I think you know, he'll make it. I but look at this have- though, Mark. You know Hollywood Brown in his second year. First year, he was dealing with a little bit of an injury and he had the flu, I believe. Um, what, he dropped like 20 pounds, was something I read in an article this offseason from last year. Now he's back up to his playing weight around 170. You know, um, brings that dynamic element and speed. You get a guy like Miles Boykin, who they were high on, he's that big bodied. Receiver, and then we all remember Willie Snead since the yep. Saints with what he does out of the slot.
1: And I mean, and they drafted
0: no, a couple kids Yeah, too. and
1: there's no doubt that we know that Lamar Jackson has the right amount of weapons surrounding him as this
0: great. Mark supporter. Andrew is one of my favorite fantasy options. Yes, Andrew. Another probably, time, another day for fantasy. Yeah, I think but. he
1: might. Yeah, he's uh, he's just one of those on your on keep. keep Travis eye Kelsey, eye out Kelsey watch out on for, on for that, that crown, kind of baby.
0: Enjoyators. He's coming up on. Uh, I think right now he's neck and neck with Ertz. Mm-hmm. You would say they he's neck and neck with hurts? Yeah, well, he likes the quality hurts on the neck. You know. Anyways. Alright, well, so, so let's talk about else. Baltimore's defense. The defense though, okay. Well what what
1: do we really have to talk about? Their defense is their defense, their defense is as solid as fuck anyways.
0: I know, but bringing so, in Calais Campbell. That's a big talent that they added this off season to stock, stock up that defensive line. But those
1: are no brainer things that we are, that most fans already
0: know. That we already know that their, their defenses are pretty solid. They lacked a right. veteran presence. Well, they did lose Terrell Suggs to Arizona the year before. Yeah. You got to have a veteran there. You know, I mean, they lost Ray Lewis is gone. Ed Reed's not there anymore. You know, those days are past. But
1: let's be honest: it's like has now that they're gone, has their defense got
0: really? Bad, no, but you know so maybe it doesn't really matter. It's still top ten.
1: Exactly. I
0: mean, they, they hang up there. You don't
1: really need to spend a lot of time talking about their defense because we already know their defense. Oh, the you just want
0: to just say it's a given. You don't want to explore it. I see.
1: Okay. And what is explore? Right. their explore? All All right. You're more. You're more of a doodle awesome.
0: chrome guy, and I uh, I like to internet explore.
1: Well, you you know I, I just like to keep simple. But um but
0: okay so you know building off of that what did uh what did, how many wins did Baltimore have last year? I can't remember. Was it like um, Thirteen were wins they, or something? Fourteen wins. Fourteen wins. Lost yeah. two games in the whole damn year. Yep.
1: Last year they actually were at
0: home seven and one and away seven and one. <sighs> Ridiculous, Ridiculous schedule. Ridiculous numbers. Ridiculous. Well, look at the schedule they have this year, though. So we're gonna start the year off, um, you know, going up against Cleveland. That's
1: that's uh, they, they divisional confirmed.
0: game. I can go either
1: way because they did lose to the Ravens. I'm sorry, the Ravens did lose to them at home. I that divisional I stuff up, I kind of works some black weird. magic. Very
0: weird. Then they go up against. Uh, this is where it gets sorry, a little tough. I'm... Houston and then the Chiefs go to the Houston Texans and then have to go to Kansas City and play Kansas City. I'm sorry. I yeah.
1: I, I kind of feel like they could probably go. They probably win those two games. I I kind of feel we'll like. See. I kind of feel. If, they, if Baltimore brings up the same momentum that they were doing last season... Because you know that Harper is going to be mad that they lost and, lost that close. And then he's going to come out to come out swinging. I feel well, like it's possibly going to be like that. Like, he could I, possibly
0: win it, but... Looking at those three matchups, you know, I'd say they're going to lose one of those three. I, can, I don't see them going 3-0, and out, but I, can I could see, be wrong. I can see Cincinnati probably be in a trap game. Or Cleveland. I mean, they're starting the season... Cincinnati's coming later on. I mean, well, Washington's going to be week four after Kansas City. Yeah. So you have to talk about they're going to Washington. I don't know if that's really a tough matchup for them. It's Washington. Oh,
1: of course not. Even with
0: Ron Rivera there, it's Washington. But Cincinnati. Cincinnati
1: could be that trap game.
0: I feel Joe like Burrow that. looked real good in college. Now, we'll talk about the Bengals later. but yeah. It's not Burrow
1: time yet. It's, it's not Burrow
0: time yet. But Cincinnati looks more exciting to watch on paper than what we were expecting last year yeah
1: yeah There's, they, they've actually made they've actually made a lot of improvements that have actually been fairly uh good for the direction that they want to go now that they've kind of moved on from andy dalton and a lot of and so forth so let's go ahead and let's start what about afterwards
0: about, they're going to go ahead and then play at, at philly philly at philly that should be interesting yeah you never know, and then uh, and then they go to play uh, Pittsburgh at home before heading on to their bye week. That's okay. a tough little matchup there. So you go to Cincinnati, which, like you're saying over here, might be a trap game. So let's say they do lose that game. Maybe they go ahead and then start season four and one after the Cincinnati game. Philly and Pittsburgh. You see them going back to back wins on those,
1: maybe. I don't see that happening.
0: Yeah. So then, right there, they're going to fall to two losses. Yeah. You know, and then after that, bye week's over. So then, now they play the Colts and the Pats.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That so, should be favorable matchups for them. But overall, we're looking at maybe like 13 wins this year. Don't look the whole schedule. Why not? You know, 13 wins, if anything.
1: Yeah. That's that sounds about right. Going to get having having them actually add about thirteen or fourteen fourteen
0: wins for the season sounds good. Alright. I can't uh, disagree with you there. No. Definitely. Cream not. of the crop in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I mean when you really look at who is gonna threaten the crown for Baltimore this year, it's probably gonna be Kansas City. Um, I'm not sure if they have what it takes on defense to repeat though.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't I don't I don't see that happening either. I think Maybe Baltimore
1: might actually start coming up, but, you know, I mean, what, wait, when did, when was it, what year was it when uh, Flacco actually ended up winning super, that one Super Bowl? It's
0: been a while. No, I, mean, I, I know that,
1: but what year, where in his career was he? Was he like year five, year four? What What year was he? Year he might now? have been in his
0: like fourth or fifth year.
1: Interesting, right? You see how Lamar Jackson's kind of getting close to that, and you see how close he ended up getting.
0: Just a little it, random the, the, arrow, the arrow seems to just be pointing up. But another team that we're going to talk about now. We're going to move Segway. over. Move on. Segway. Segway. Okay. Yeah. Just like a mall cop. Um, we're going to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. It's now,
1: burrow Tide.
0: Head coach Zach Taylor. Someone uh, us Dolphin fans are familiar with. Oh, because yes. Used to be the quarterback coach when uh, we had Mike Sherman, Ryan Tannehill, a uh, you know, uh, those, uh, uh, the good old uh, days of Joe Philbin. With some of the best Philbin. years us Dolphin fans had. I have to say that yeah, sarcastically. Yeah, it's just uh, awesome years. But So much enthusiasm in, the, in these things. There is something to be enthusiastic about, though, when talking about the Bengals. Now with Joe Burrow as a quarterback. Yeah. We, we watched a little college football last year, right?
1: Yeah, we watched a little bit. Saw
0: some of those LSU games. Yeah, it was very interesting to watch him play, particularly that national championship game. <laughs> He put up some numbers that were unholy, yes. if anything, to speak of. Yes. Like, man played out of his mind. It was just, whew, And scary. now, you know, Cincinnati inherits him. They move on, like you said earlier, uh, before we were yes. talking about Andy Dalton now, is in Dallas. He's no longer part of the Bengals. Yeah. But uh, you're not feeling too good about what the Bengals have after Joe Burrow and if the event he gets hurt. No, you, you see, and the one thing that I was looking
1: up, and I was I'd actually made a good point that, you know, the Bengals haven't, don't really have like a backup plan, or really anybody to kind of guide Burrows a little bit. Now that they've got a rid- mentor, exactly. And now that they've gotten rid of somebody like Dalton, even though I understand it's time for you to move on, but at the same time, the Bengals could have used somebody like Dalton to kind of mentor Burrows a little bit, show him the ropes and stuff like that. But also, just in case hypothetically knock on wood just in case if he ends up Burroughs does get hurt the fuck, the fucking Bengals have to rely on Ryan Finley
0: Ryan Finley that's who they uh, they bench Andy Dalton for last year and that uh he didn't it really man. didn't work out that was you know testing the waters it only took like what like two games and they said um Andy, right, Andy I think you're better right that uh, injury uh, get the red yeah, rifle out. right get okay get the red rifle but not that that really led to anything great for them either. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cincinnati just kind of struggled. Not having A.J. Green does that, though. You're yeah, correct. Correct. But um, I think we're still excited. Remember this kid from Clemson T. Higgins? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bengals drafted him. You still have A.J. Green if he can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. If, if, if. Um, but we like Tyler Boyd. That's someone who's helped me out in some fantasy. Yeah. I know another fantasy That's reference, but it yeah. is what it is.
1: But there's no doubt that you know I don't think that Burroughs is going to struggle. He does have a really good supporting cast. Oh, around John it.
0: Ross too, the little speedy yeah. guy.
1: And and then think about it as far as the running back situation. They got Joe Mixon, and they also Absolutely. have they Gio. still have Gio Gio, Bar- Giovanni Gio Bernard. Giovanni Bar- Bernard,
0: one of those guys. Like, Just listen, as a runner, he's all right
1: running it, but
0: yeah. he can catch it. Yeah. And uh, you need a, you need a guy to you know dump the ball out under pressure I and mean, those quick passes. Yeah, and
1: even last season he had some games where you're just like,
0: like really,
1: Geo Bernard. You been? Really? He's always been dependable,
0: really? but he's also struggled with injuries, yeah. unfortunately, just like Mixon.
1: Yeah. Well, at the same time, you can definitely see if you're looking at what when looking at his numbers from last season. He actually had well over like 1,100 yards as his primary as the primary running back and was carrying Absolutely. 4.1 yards a carry.
0: And look at that. That's with now their left tackle. They drafted out of Bama last year. first Their first overall pick. Jonah Williams comes back this year after a training camp injury last year. Left him out for that last season in 2019. He comes back a year removed from a training camp injury. Plenty of time to, to heal and rehab. Now he's going to be starting. So they're offensive line what i'm basically just trying to say is cincinnati has made some moves to improve their offensive line plus getting a player that they drafted with a good pedigree uh coming back off an injury you know that should help a player like joe Mixon, who what what we're saying here 4.1 yards with a bad offensive line this guy was making something out of nothing on a a weekly basis but also a lot of it you know
1: Coming from giving you that rehab medical little, little uh, background on, on it. it, it all a lot of it depends. Right, on you're the uh, you know
0: you
1: know I'm an athletic trainer. Yeah, so uh, you all know, right. I'm around athletes. Got to pay the bills somehow. So, yeah, you know, so I know a little bit about well, about that. But, okay. You know, but it still really depends. Usually a lot of uh, it, which is very interesting and in what I've seen on a interesting kind of trend in the NFL, particularly around like a line is that when they get hurt sometimes they kind of carries over a little bit into the season if they're not taking care of themselves throughout the off season. Hopefully they've had enough time with everything going but on. But if you look at it this, this way,
0: but let's see. Let's say he got hurt July in 2000 and uh, and 8 and 18. Mm-hmm. Basically, July 2018 and now it's been over a year. Yeah. So you would think that should be enough time to. It should. Sometimes get it does. Ready.
1: It depends on Hopefully yeah, a lot of it does. Sometimes
0: uh, Joe Burrow's going to need him.
1: Oh, yeah. He's Especially in the NFL. It's
0: college now.
1: Yeah.
0: Won't and be playing with a bunch of first-round picks. Is.
1: How fast. And so it's going to be interesting to see how Burrow's is. There's not a lot of stats on him, but it's very interesting to see how he's going to, how what he's going to do. In Cincinnati, his. would
0: you say, is watchable this year? I
1: think so. Okay. I would, I would get. Okay. I would say that.
0: I like their defense. Um, I don't say anything outstanding about them, no. but... But they uh the one thing they did do which is really nice is that they
1: didn't they did draft three linebackers.
0: They did. Which does they did. definitely they needed needed a lot. They play a 4-3 defense. They use a lot of different linebackers. Plus they did sign this good defensive tackle to beef up front, help them out. They were terrible against the run last yeah, year. They were Bringing this guy from Houston, DJ Reeder. I like that move. Um they did draft a pass rusher. Um but besides that, you know, they they added a couple of players, uh, actually a couple of guys from Minnesota's secondary, and Trey Wayne's and Mackenzie Alexander.
1: Oh, and that brings a lot of experience, considering you know how how that Vikings defense Whoa. was.
0: Woo. If you look at it, Mike Zimmer came from Cincinnati, and a lot of the and the guy that's currently there, I believe, was one of his assistants. Uh, so it's just basically assistants. kind of
1: throwing throw Cincinnati a little well, bit of his bone. Like it's hey, man, we feel bad for you guys. Take take, take should, some of our some some of our guys.
0: Yeah, should be an easy transition going with kind of a similar, uh, you know, plan. But uh, but anyways, going to so, the schedule, um, you know, looking at it, you know, they're going up. It starts off with you got the Chargers, Browns, Eagles, Jaguars, Ravens. Out of that, I like the Jaguars for them, but the other four, it's tough because the Bengals got a lot to prove this year. You know, they got some other tough games like the Colts this year, Tennessee. Um, we already know they got to play Pittsburgh and Baltimore twice. That's going to be tough. Yeah. Then they have matchups like Houston, uh, Dallas, and then the Dolphins. Dolphins should be a tough one, which actually that'll be fun for a lot of people to watch if two is starting by then to see two on Burrow. What week is that? That's later in the season. They're playing uh, okay. Miami like week 11, yeah. which might be... When you see something change in Miami, but, so uh,
1: so as far as like so as far as everything is, what we're like, getting to is are how you many wins. As far as wins, like what are you saying, is suggesting as far as wins for me.
0: You know, for a team that had the worst record last year, what were they like? Two wins?
1: Yeah, they only had like um, five, or four wins or something. No, like two. Like they were, they were, in? yeah, yeah, yeah two or three. Dog. I, I, I even, I'd say a solid I didn't even five. Bother to, five bother to look at that stat because it was just like, well, you, it's, you know, we're comparing it now it, with somebody with a new quarterback, so there's really no comparison to how I, everything's really going. I don't really like
0: go. Zach Taylor that much as a head coach. I just don't know if I have the confidence that he's going to be able to train, tra- change his team. Although Marvin Lewis was mediocrity for so many years, but I say five wins, six wins, six wins would be a sign of a good improvement for them. Five wins shows that something still needs to, you know, there's still some plenty of work that needs to 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 go. That one game's going to mean a whole lot just because of they got a tough schedule. Right. And I'm, I'm,
1: honestly thinking I'm, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna say probably six, to seven wins. Okay. Okay. You know, there's probably gonna be some of those like kind of surprising games that Joe Burrow is gonna blow up because again, mm-hmm. when you're playing against a, a rookie QB, you don't really have a lot of tape about him, so you don't understand, you don't really know what he's really gonna throw. And we've seen how some rookies come out out of the gate. I mean, oh. look at, look at that year. Look at um, what RG3's first year. No yeah, one expected amazing. that. Amazing. Could no be one that. Could that. be a
0: Josh Rosen. Exactly. So Could be a lot of it's, things.
1: There's a big question mark. Even but you can get like Kyler Murray
0: where it's like in the middle.
1: But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt of just six to seven wins. You're six pushing seven. it up to seven. I said six to seven in the beginning. Okay. Uh, yeah. I said I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, saying seven just because. You never know. You never okay. fucking know. With rookie quarterbacks. And we've seen it enough in the NFL.
0: All right. Well, let's, let's, um, I think, you know, anything else you want to add about Cincinnati? No, let's move, move on? on. Let's go. All right. Let's, let's go to the Cleveland Browns. All right. One team that, uh, Cleveland when toilets?
1: I mean, I mean. When I always Browns. get down on the Browns. Dolphins,
0: Browns. I always think of the Browns to feel better. Yeah. They're, they're kind of like my pick me up in football.
1: Which is, which is kind of sad, like Dolphins, Browns.
0: I understand their pain.
1: Yes, we have a very similar pain. We can
0: definitely share a drink together and probably have a few good stories about yeah. disappointment. Oh yes, but um, you know, disappointment. Baker Mayfield going into his third season, just like Lamar Jackson very now. Interesting. Um, you know what he struggled last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their offensive line, you know, was probably one of the worst in the NFL, maybe bottom five, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and. Um, you were making some uh, points about some of the improvements they made on the offensive line. See, so now
1: Mayfield is actually – so now the the Browns actually did a pretty decent job in the draft this year. They've actually drafted – they actually ended up drafting a good O-lineman, adding some better depth to to that offensive line, which they desperately needed because Mayfield was just hurrying so to much. Sign that
0: guy out of uh, Tennessee. Con- Co- Cobbins?
1: No. Jack Conklin. Uh,
0: yep. Yep, yep, yep. They had no
1: Jack Coughlin, and they actually drafted, uh, what is it, Jendrick, uh, Will, uh Willis uh, Jr.? Oh, yeah,
0: that was a guy that, uh, he was, uh, to his blindside protector yep. in college. But that all and that also benefits
1: Nick Chubbs because that guy is actually a really good run O line blocker.
0: So that's going to
1: help open up some lanes. There's somebody for the Nick Dolphins Chubbs.
0: even looked at, too. Correct. And I
1: was kind of upset that he, we didn't get to draft him. And I know. Him at that time. I know. But it's I right, my fingers whatever. crossed, but, but that's going to help out Mayfield a lot. That's going to allow. He won't him... be running
0: for his life. Exactly. So much. He that's... made a lot
1: of bad under pressure last year. He really made well, some well, I mean, boneheaded I the guy moves. only had like three seconds to think and get rid of the ball because the offensive line even. was so shitty. Yeah, you couldn't even. But Nick quite, Chubb, that's then funny. you talk about him. And what do you think he, about uh, this he's gonna year? Have a, I think he's going to have another productive year. Might be a little bit lower. You might see. You might actually see maybe a good balance between Mayfield and, and Chubbs now. Just because I and think you with mean that dream all- hunt, no. But as far as like touchdowns, the run game yeah, and uh, nice and then the between, passing. And
0: between the pa- passing, Nick Chubb like, really didn't have that many touchdowns last year. Only four. No, but when he
1: was given that ball, he was that workhorse for that team.
0: Yeah, he was running all over the place. I'd like to see him do a little bit more this year. Just get more touchdowns, you know. Hopefully with the offensive line, he'll do that this and year. And that's, that's typical, maybe, like, Browns football, too. Could that's you see him maybe leading do. the league in rushing this season? I mean...
1: Yeah, I think he could do it again.
0: You don't think Kareem Hunt might, might challenge him no. for a lot of those carries? I don't. After the success? I mean, he, he had a lot of success in Kansas City, and now he's finally.
1: Why would you want to take away the success of, of your young young dude
0: who's studying up, up right now? Very good point. I just worry about running the guy to the ground. You have a good back in this guy. And
1: then the question also comes down to what about Kareem Hunt? What about how, I mean, think about it. He was the premier back for, for Kansas City for a while.
0: Well, and you know, if it wasn't for back. his personal struggles, he'd probably still be the starting back.
1: Exactly. So it makes you question as far as his durability now that he is a little bit, or, or his,
0: as, lo, as he's a little bit older. Oh, come on now, a little bit older. The guy's still like in his early twenties. He hasn't really, uh, yeah, but you, you know, seen a lot of. Well, let's be honest. As far as abuse. running backs is concerned. Yeah, but he was still young. Like he, he unfortunately only had like a couple of seasons, and then taken away from the game with the suspension. Nobody wanted to touch him, and for good reason.
1: But also, I'll, I'll, I'll make a, a wild prediction and say that I say at the, I'll say he'll probably end the year with at least eight hundred yards. I'll I like say it. Eight hundred yards.
0: Nick Chubb will be well over 1,000. I think he's
1: going to get well over 1,000.
0: But one weapon I think uh, Baker Mayfield's going to be really excited about this year is the addition of Austin Hooper. Yeah. That is a big addition in the middle. That security blanket, a tight end. Njoku wasn't that guy. They were trying to find him that guy. He just
1: wasn't reliable as I know
0: Matt Ryan's going to miss him.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I mean, Atlanta has a lot more problems than they really do.
0: But, But you know. That's
1: besides the nutbuck.
0: But then you got Odell Beckham and Landry. Odell Beckham had a down year, but Cleveland in general was just having a down year on offense. Yeah. The biggest thing that they also had struggled down year on was also their defense. Defense is terrible. And then losing Miles Garrett after that whole uh, helmet uh, gate fiasco, Mm -hmm. we're – with uh, what happened with to uh, oh my God, Mason Rudolph? Yeah. Do you think he still has nightmares about that day?
1: Probably. I mean, he probably sits in, at night and probably like pees a little bit. Well, then tomorrow. again, I
0: guess if he can still have a job, maybe Jake Fromm might can still secure himself something in the league. But I did waterboard. just
1: hear that uh, Miles Garrett did actually get reinstated, so that is going to really help that that uh, defense, uh, that Browns defense, big time now. He's I mean, unblockable. A lot more, de-
0: a lot more depth. He's unblockable. The problem is, though, they made so many trades of draft picks to get guys like Odell Beckham to bring Landry, yeah. and now their defense. I mean, yeah, they have Miles Garrett, but they're kind of lacking. They have a good secondary. I don't. I do like this LSU kid you mentioned, Grant Delpit, yeah. that they drafted. I mean, I
1: don't know. I don't know why you would be saying they're lacking. I mean, they did add at least two. Uh, they did add, add what one, two, three players. For their defense, but they had what? That one kid from LSU, that one kid from uh, from Missouri, and another kid from. Uh, well, Jordan Elliott, from and I LSU, like. Actually. And yeah.
0: then one guy they have that I hopefully would like to see some growth was Chad Thomas from UM, now in his second year. Oh, interesting. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. and they brought back Olivia Vernon. Yep. So that should be interesting one. for them. Uh, hopefully, you know, he can take some pressure off of Garen from those double teams. And also
1: remember right now, also with the Browns, is that they also have a brand new coach. No more Freddie Kitchen.
0: I do like this guy, Kevin Stepanowski. I mean, what he did with uh, Kirk Cousins in Minnesota last year, especially not having – who was the one receiver? Oh, my gosh. He's like on the tip of my tongue. Adam Thielen was out most of the year. And you think about what they did. Even when they lost um, at running back, they lost Dalvin Cook for a little period of time, and he kept that offense rolling. Right. So if that translates to Cleveland – Mostly so what happens. well, what is but that going mean, to translate into then, with
1: the wins there? But let's be honest. But let's be honest. It's still the Cleveland Browns,
0: right? We never know what what shit show is going to be coming out. Like out Dolphin the fans, reveal. we have expectations, but will they be met?
1: Yeah, we hmm. never know.
0: We don't know. Who knows? But okay, now I'm going to ask you: How many wins are we looking at here for Cleveland?
1: I think since they made some pretty good moves as far as offense, okay, adding that depth on offensive line and also on defense, I think they're probably like seven, eight wins.
0: Seven eight wins. Seven to
1: eight wins this
0: year. I like it. They have the potential for nine to ten. They do. But but it's Cleveland. Exactly. So it's more it's like, at this SP point are, like Dolphins. Were, yes. Show me.
1: <laughs> exactly. Show, show me, me what you got. Show me what you got. Yeah.
0: But, you know, they gotta play their own division, which is tough alone.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, and then they play uh you know, they're gonna have a Houston, they're gonna have a Philadelphia in there, a Tennessee. They're gonna have the Raiders, Dallas. So it's Indi- Indianapolis. It's not gonna to be tough. It's gonna to be tough for them.
1: Yeah, it's not gonna um, be a walk in a park. But again, let's be honest. We could all be completely wrong.
0: I, I see them at a five hundred team, because, eight and eight this because year. Because let's
1: be honest, like if looking at their record from last season. Mm-hmm. All right, when they were at home, they were four and four. When they were on the, they were horrible on the road. Two and six on the road.
0: That's where Baker horrible. Mayfield is gonna have to show noticeable improvement. Yeah, he's gonna have to play better away from home if he wants to be the guy down the line. Year two put a lot of question marks around this guy. And
1: what now? Not this what, this is year four for him, right? No, year, or, three. year
0: three. Year three, just three? like Lamar Jackson.
1: So let's um,
0: see. You know, but the thing is, Lamar Jackson went from okay to like wow. wow.
1: What 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 and in the world?
0: Major Mayfield went from like, wait was this a one year thing? And like, now oh, okay, we figured then, him then, out.
1: Uh, oh okay, it, yeah,
0: so yeah. I, I'm going to say eight eight wins is what my ideal okay. target would be for them, in 500, that, and 500 I'd say that's a success for Cleveland. It's not bad. Um, now so we're right. going to move on to, you know, probably I'd say the the, the so only team just, that's going to comp- compete with Baltimore. Yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers. They have
1: yeah they definitely have. The cal- the the schemes the players
0: they're the, the caliber defense. of talent. Woo. They have the Offense. coach for it. Absolutely, Ben Roethlisberger's coming back healthy. Oh. Putting a little video out there of him throwing to his receivers. A little teaser for the fans this oh, year. Uh, this like, uh, this past what was weeks. And, and and just kind of just
1: hanging out and all
0: this. No, glory. no, no. He was, he was doing his thing, Ben Roethlisberger. But Did he the lose thing his, is,
1: uh, lumberjack, uh, lumberjack beard.
0: Uh, he did say he was gonna shave-it when uh, he was able to throw to his players. Oh, and uh, nice, nice. He did shave it for camp, cleaned it up. Oh,
1: that's good. Good for him.
0: Now, um, would you have to say, though, the one question is if he gets hurt again, which a likelihood of that happening, it's 60-40 at this point yeah. with his track record. I don't like Mason Rudolph or Devlin Hedges to back him up. They, uh, Hodges, they didn't really address... The backing up of Roethlisberger This offseason And you had some names out there Like Jameis Winston we talked about Which is really sad Because
1: I feel like the Steelers Knew Knew going in That okay We have Ben Roethlisberger He's going to be coming back But we don't need Ben We don't need a backup for Ben He'd be good again He got hurt last season He'll be good this full season I don't think so
0: A lot of confidence in his health I don't think so doesn't really show you
1: He's what 38 now and he's had how many injuries? And He's just coming off a really apparently it's a pretty serious like surgery that he had on his elbow. Also, so yeah, he's back to throwing. But all it takes is just one good hit from one good hit again, and then where are we at? Where 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 are the Steelers at? Because they didn't take the time to actually draft a player or even look at anybody in free agency. Because all they really have right now,
0: Mason Rudolph, up, Rudolph, Definitely Hodges. Has
1: Hodges. And
0: Lynch. That's it. They
1: could have really, gone, uh... gone Winston. They could have gone could have gone Cam Newton. They could have gone Andy Dalton also.
0: But... Andy Dalton would have been an interesting choice too, a backup for them. Uh, right?
1: I think he would have been a pretty decent pick. Definitely knows
0: Pittsburgh playing against them twice exactly. a year for so many and seasons. And why
1: wouldn't you want to take somebody who's played in that division for X amount of years... And bring him over to another one where he knows the division, knows what's at stakes, knows what's to bring to the But that's
0: not the only question mark they have. James Conner, who everybody was really high on after his uh, explosive year two seasons ago.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, injuries were really getting the best of him last year. He was showing that Had two knee injuries.
1: LCL. uh, Was it LCL or MCL? Durability is a question uh, with him. And and meniscus. So it's kind of, exactly. There's that durability question, but, you know, he's a beast. When healthy. We don't know. We don't know. He might be coming out this season and just steamrolling people again like he was.
0: We well, don't know. But Jalen we'll Samuels see. is back again as his backup. And he was supposed to kind of blow up last year in a secondary role. Still waiting on that. But uh, Anthony McFarlane, this kid out of Maryland they drafted. I really like this kid. Electric, small, shifty guy. Has that home run speed. You know, if James Conner maybe he doesn't need to be that thirty carry guy. If they no. maybe bring that down a little bit, let these guys get a chance if they if they can do it, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, what about Eric Ebron going to Pittsburgh? I like that. That move. was a
1: very interesting move because they needed somebody there because they don't have anybody anymore. Because remember the when they had Vance McDonald, man, that was
0: he's still there. He's still there. I yeah, he got traded. No, Vance McDonald is still there. No, he's just that quiet. But what does it say but about he's your just confidence? Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> what about your confidence in him? Well, no, you know, he I didn't don't do have anything, anything last
1: year. Years then obviously so. he had he,
0: nobody to throw on the ball they, when Big Ben was there.
1: He was, but still, he's your—he's the tight end. He's your safety blanket for the t- for the
0: quarterback. We'll see. Unless Eric Ebron takes that job this year, I think he can do that because Ebron is one hell of a red zone target. He did really well with Andrew Luck. Oh, yeah. What was that one season? Like 10, 11 touchdowns? I think he led He led football and touchdowns.
1: Football? He re- he led footballs in, in, in,
0: in... He led the NFL.
1: <laughs> he led footballs in the NFL here, people. I misspoke. <laughs> yes.
0: Once sure. in a while, we do that. Yes. Um, but anyways, Juju Smith-Schuster, still considered the lead receiver. Um, did they draft, somebody,
1: I, a draft another wide
0: receiver? They did. They did this kid from uh, from Notre Dame, Chase Claypool, and I believe it was the second round. Another big physical receiver. Uh, somebody that you know Ben Roethlisberger kind of throw that jump ball to. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens with that. But Juju was supposed to be the guy to replace Antonio Brown. They didn't necessarily do that last year. Yeah. Really, I, I, I see him as a number two. But I like that kid, Deontay Johnson, who we saw last season, who played well even with the backups.
1: That kid looked really, really stellar. He might be their guy this year. Yeah, yeah.
0: When he had those little moments to shine, oh, he shined bright. And that kid, James Washington, he was okay in the slot. So, you know, Roethlisberger, is going to have some receivers to throw to. I like the double tight end sets with McDonald and Ebron.
1: Because, I mean, we all know that Steelers, when it comes to weapons... As far as receiving, of course, they always crank out stellar, stellar wide receivers.
0: Oh yeah. And on top of that, their offensive line is a steady force. It always has been.
1: Yeah. So that's
0: not going to change.
1: But then also comes also my question comes down to like their offensive line. Remember, they always have kind of like a shaky offensive line. And remember, that's no, no, no. Well, I mean, remember with uh, with um, Roethlisberger when he got hurt. Well, he was also old. Really there were injuries. That shit, the problem
0: was Did they that actually season, add more
1: depth to their offensive line?
0: Well, they drafted this one kid, uh, Kevin Dotson, out of, uh, I think it was Louisiana Lafayette. Highly rated player. Uh, played with that kid, Robert Hunt, whom the Dolphins drafted in the second round. Uh, another, you know, the other kid, this guy, he's going to slide in there at left guard because Ramon Foster, who played that position for the last 10 years, he retired.
1: Yeah, so so you're having a rookie come in time. for a rugged
0: veteran. Uh, Marquise Pouncey struggled with injuries. He has to stay healthy at center. That's going to make a difference. Yeah, and
1: he's had a lot of it. He's had a pretty good number of injuries throughout but, his
0: career. you know, they signed this one veteran, uh, Stefan Wisniewski. He's been a backup guard center, he has starting experience, comes from Philadelphia and Oakland. So, you know, maybe he's a uh, good insurance policy should some injuries hit the the, the, the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Now, their defense, there's really nothing to say other than a stellar defense, a good defense they're going to have. Um,
1: but there are kind of concerns of some, some analysts have been saying about their inside linebacker stuff.
0: Devin Bush was a good find, but he's a smallish guy. The kid from Michigan they drafted last year. But you were talking about uh, the injuries with Gilbert. Yeah,
1: Gilbert, Gilbert's that interesting player. When he was playing, apparently, when I was looking up his stats, when he was playing in the beginning of the 2019 season – his numbers were pretty good. He was pretty productive on uh, on the other side, making some big plays. But then he got, then he randomly just started having all this random pain in his back and his hips. Turns out that he had a fracture in his L five. And now that he's back, he's healthy. He's back. Now that's gonna now, help hey, out that defense. For
0: those of us here who uh, have no medical background whatsoever, could you explain what an L five is? So your L five is part of the
1: uh, low back. Spinal spinal cord. Okay. So he had actually a fracture on the on the spinal cord.
0: Well, not well, the spinal w- cord, cord, but the bones of the spinal okay. cord. Well, is he back? Is he back from that injury? Yeah,
1: there he's back. He he's, he's back, and he's actually been practicing, doing some well, been doing some routes on his own free time. And with him coming back now from it from that kind of injury, that's gonna really help help that inside linebacker. Position for the for the uh, uh, Steelers.
0: We all know that outside linebackers their biggest strength with TJ Watt and Bud Dupree. TJ Watt might have been Defensive Player yeah, of the yeah, Year yeah. last year. Definitely was, as good or, or, or almost on par with his brother JJ. Beast. Um, you know I like to see what Minka Fitzpatrick's gonna do in his second year with him. Um, Yay, yeah, we lost go, him, yeah, but, um, good for him, man. Good for him. You know, um, the Steelers, the only thing they lack, maybe losing at nose tackle, they had this kid, Javon Hargrave, who went over to Philadelphia, unfortunately, just uh, on the side of the river, I guess. But um, besides that, though, Steelers, on on paper, even with the additions they have, looked like a solid defense overall. Let's go ahead and talk, though, about that wins and projections. So looking at their schedule. You know they're gonna have open the season up. You got the Giants, Denver, and Houston. That's a nice cushy matchup to start the year. Houston can be a little tough, but overall, Giants and Denver to start. What a way for Ben Roethlisberger to come back to it. Sure. Uh, Tennessee, Philadelphia, Cleveland, and Baltimore before they go on the bye week. Those
1: those games are kind of. Those are going to be Tennessee
0: tough. Tennessee and Baltimore are the two that scare me for that. Well, if I'm, I still
1: feel like Cleveland and Baltimore are going to be very tough because think about Cleveland it. Cleveland too, Those yeah. are also – those are division rivals. You're you're basically what? That's the bye week. So you're basically playing two division rival games right before you go into the bye week. I know. That's pretty tough. That is pretty then tough. Then after
0: the bye week, they go to play in Dallas. Division game against Cincinnati. Then go to Jacksonville, which – that's a winnable game for them. There's probably more Steelers fans in Jacksonville than there are Jacksonville fans. Um the same here in Miami. Then they go back to ball, then go back home to play Baltimore. Then the Washington Redskins at home. Then it gets interesting because a team like Buffalo, where they go to Buffalo, that's gonna be a tough one for the Steelers. Steelers can definitely hang or win that matchup.
1: Alright, so what are you projecting as far as their wins for this
0: coming coming season? If Roethlisberger and Connor are healthy, I'm gonna put the Steelers at ten to eleven wins.
1: Wow, okay. Ten to eleven
0: wins and a wild card spot for the playoffs. Wow. It's kinda where they should be, but injuries have kind of taken them off the beaten path. And I'm not a fan of them by any means. But there's no denying that a healthy Roethlisberger with the help of Connor and injuries hopefully don't decimate. I mean that's a lot of what ifs. But ten to eleven wins, that's where I see it. Wow. Yeah. And the playoffs.
1: Okay, wow, okay.
0: Yeah, I'm high on the Steelers this year. I can
1: see that's very high. That's very high. That's higher than what I had them. I actually had them at 9 to 10
0: wins. Oh, okay. Okay, do you see them in the playoffs?
1: I I see them squeaking in, getting that wild card. Getting that wild card. Well, that's no different than me. You just see uh, I just don't see them less wins. But the only reason why I say that is because when Ben Roethlisberger was playing in 2018, the Steelers were 9, 6, and 1. Right. Okay. So, I and overall, when Ben Roethlisberger is playing, he is he, he elevates everybody around him. He does make this makes that team solid. Yeah. So I honestly see see him probably coming out. But again, the nine the nine to ten wins, I'm only saying because, like you said earlier, there's a possibility that injury can, injuries
0: can concern, can
1: uh, can occur. Whether it's on the offense, whether it's on running backs, which, you know, there's a lot, like, James Conner has that issue.
0: Absolutely. And that, those, At are, least, those are the
1: concerns that, that can kind of play into their win, win-to-loss ratio.
0: At least Pittsburgh considered the option that James Conner's going to need some more help because, unfortunately, they tried Edmonds. They tried Samuels. They even let that kid Benny Snell, who was a rookie last year, try a position out. Nobody was filling those shoes. Anthony McFarland doesn't have the size. No. But, you know, no. they can change up their offense a little bit. He brings but that home honest, run. I mean, I mean
1: Connors is a beast. The guy played was playing through a meniscus injury. And he, he later on ended up having to get it get it repaired. And he kept playing through it. That that I always tell, like, I tell my athletes. It's not easy to do. It it's not. not easy to do, particularly when you're a running back.
0: Absolutely. But, well, I guess we disagree on the fact that I think Pittsburgh might have a little bit more wins than you're thinking. But overall, I still think
1: they're gonna give. I still think they're gonna have a pretty nice bounce back season from last season from last year.
0: Absolutely, I, I they 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 should so. be a playoff caliber team yeah. this year. They have it.
1: Yeah,
0: um, for sure. But that's really it, guys. Uh, we want to say. Thank you to everybody for uh, you know giving Damn. us a listen.
1: Just signing off, like, all right, guys. So thanks for thanks for that. But woo, peace out. Nah, come on, man. It's okay. We're done, but we still love them.
0: Yeah, still love you guys. We Still love you guys. Still love
1: you. Just want to say, uh, that, but, everybody yeah.
0: have a great night there, and uh, you know, uh, don't loot, don't shoot. Okay. But that um, it's a message of safety for for all um, people out there.
1: Yeah, I, I like to kind of go with like what Rick Rick was saying. Is if, it, if we have Rick and Morty fans, I'll take this advice from Rick. What he said: it's, it's nothing wrong with sitting inside and playing video games and getting high. It's actually the best. Just just remember that, kids. Just remember that.
0: And uh, if there are kids listening, uh, please go to bed. And, yeah, don't, uh, don't don't tell your don't, parents. Don't don't be
1: listening to this. You shouldn't be listening to this.
0: All right, guys. We out. Peace.